Hey, do you love movies and TV shows so much that you can watch them at any time? Do you love going down memory lane and thinking of your favorite movies growing up like Jurassic Park or Back to the Future or even like High School Musical? Or do you love quoting movies like life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're gonna get? Hey, my name is Melody, and as someone who grew up in New York City surrounded by entertainment and dreaming of the day I'd be on Disney Channel, movies and TV shows are things that I love. So, I created The Watchaholic, a podcast all about your favorite TV shows and movies growing up and the ones that just premiered yesterday. I want you to think of this podcast as a place where you can come to hang out with a friend every Monday and talk about some of the best movies and TV shows that have graced our screens over the years. One week I can be talking about an Oscar winning film like Forrest Gump and the next week I can be talking about the worst reality shows that I hate to love like Netflix's Love is Blind or the famous MTV hit Jersey Shore. So pull up a chair and let's chat. This is The Watchaholic. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Watchaholic. Man, oh man, guys. So I just rewatched episode four of Bridgerton season two. So originally the plan was to do, you know, recap reactions for episodes four through six for this episode. But episode four was just so good and so juicy and so much to talk about that I decided that I was just gonna scrap that idea and we're just gonna be doing episode four today because, oh my god, guys, this show... This show is absolutely like some of the best TV I have ever seen. Like it's every time I rewatch an episode, I discover things that I didn't see before. Um, For example, we've got acting choices. We've got more understanding of the characters to the discovery that this show, this show deserves a fucking Emmy nomination for best show, for best actor, for best actress. Like we need some Emmy nominations and I hope we see it through next year. I hope the Academy for the Emmys comes through. So thoughts on this episode? Because um, we're just going to go right into it. We're going to get into it right away because I waste time, right? Am I right? So thoughts on this ever- on this episode. Overall, this is, I think, also one of my favorite episodes because it really picked up steam. I mean, between Kate and Anthony. And like now that they're realizing that there is something going on between them. And they have to choose to be honest with each other now do they in this episode of course they don't they will but of course it's just going to take some time for them to really be honest with themselves and doing things that they want to do for them and not just the family it's going to take a while but this episode was really opening of that conversation everyone was asking either kate or anthony like hey are you being honest with yourself are you are you So, yeah, those are really, really big things. But this episode also, also solidified, just in general, why I love this show so much. The acting, there's this ball scene that I cannot wait. It's one of my favorite ball scenes to talk about. Obviously, like I mentioned before, the continuation of building the tension between these two uh, characters, you know, really intensifying the whole enemies to lovers situation. Um, And it's just fucking amazing. So let's just get into it. Let's get into the scene by scene of uh, episode four uh, for Bridgerton season two. So basically the episode starts off with um, Anthony and Kate. (laughs) 
basically both contemplating their life choices because it to recap with what happened at the end of episode three um kate got stung anthony and had a panic attack and in that moment i think he realized that he was falling deeply in love with kate and i think they both had that realization actually that they were falling for each other so that's where the last episode left off so this episode starts off with them literally kind of just you know those shots of them looking out into the windows by themselves or anthony in this case uh talking to his brother about do you think it, it was a good idea that i invited the sharma family this weekend do you think this was a good idea and <laughs> benedict is just literally just trying to paint he's just like dude if you want to think about this go think about it in the fresh air go outside get some air because i'm assuming that like this may have been a couple of days i think is the way it seems um because we do have the next scene where kate is actually just kind of staring into the outside of the beautiful palace or the wherever the hall that they're at and edwina kind of comes in and asks her how she's doing and um she, you know you've, you've been keeping to yourself lately and i'm like yeah she is keeping her keeping to herself lately because she knows what she did and she is knowing what she is a feeling and it is not good so um yeah <laughs> like poor edwina oh bless her so she is the sweetest little naive thing and i i know that things will she will Mm, she will soar and she will be fierce and she's gonna be amazing but right now she's still in the phase of just being like really oblivious to the fact that Kate and Anthony are like you know there's a staring there's a lot going on here and she just hasn't gotten to that point yet where she's really seeing that because I just think she's just so focused on Anthony she's not realizing that like he's actually in love with Kate and not her but um yeah you know and it's like I was saying, like it made me really sad because in the scene, Edwina is literally doing the worst thing she could do for her relationship. And that is thinking that Anthony doesn't want to propose to her because of Kate, but not in that way. She just thinks that because they hate each other, he's not proposing when really <laughs> we all know it's not because he hates her. They think it is hate and we're gonna get into that with the whole subtext of the word hate in this episode because it is thrown out and i'm like that is a lie and there is so much being said underneath that word but yeah you know it's just she's just gonna make it worse because she, throughout this whole episode all edwina does is push kate and anthony closer together instead of and further together to fall in love instead of closer together to become friends so yeah not 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 good poor doing not but she just she just thinks this is going to help the situation it is not but anyway we go on forward on we, we find out that penelope is now going to be using madame de what's her name madame delacroix to um basically she sews in um lady whistletown's uh letters and then into her dresses and then she sends it over to the printer um the person who prints all of the lady whistletown um gossip letters so they be working together uh so not bad smart smart it's a very smart idea no one would ever suspect that anything um then we obviously there's this whole scene that we'll get into later with colin and marina because he's clearly like kind of thinking about her and i think he's just like rethinking his choices like should he broken up with her in the last season and all of these things so he's really i think trying to kind of go into the past into his feelings from the past instead of really moving forward which i think is what marina really that was her whole purpose but we'll get to that and that scene later 
But anyway, right, so we're getting everyone's, um, the Bridgertons are hosting this ball for this weekend. And everybody, the Featheringtons, everyone's coming to this ball. Uh, but there's this scene and it's the first time that uh, Kate and Anthony see each other after the whole beasting fiasco. And it's just so awkward because obviously Edwina has no idea that Anthony was there. So it's just really awkward. She calls Kate over <laughs> I just, I just, I just laughed this whole time. I kept thinking, you can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. Like, do not sit here. Do not sit here. Because it's just so awkward. Kate comes over. Anthony's sitting at the table. And they're just sta- staring at each other in silence. And she's like, oh, did you not tell the Viscount about your bee sting? And I'm just like, mm. <laughs> oh, he knows already. But she's like, oh, I got stung. And he goes, ah. And then she goes, I'm well. And he goes, ah. Because I think he was probably a little bit worried about her, but it was just the fact that he just says, ah, twice with two very different intentions, but nice little sprinkle. But basically this continues more. Edwina's just like, hey, you're going hunting. Take Kate with you. She's a great, like she knows how to hunt. She's really good. And of course, Anthony just thinks this is ridiculous. He basically laughs and she's like, why, why can't I hunt? Is it because I'm a woman? And he's like, I didn't say that. She's like, yeah, but you thought it. And he's just, he can't believe that she has literally called him out on his shit and he's like women don't hunt and then you know uh benedict is there he's like oh come on let's bring her over it'll be fun and you could just tell that anthony's like please do not put this woman next to me anymore because i'm dying internally let us not i do not want to be close to her because <laughs> he knows <laughs> it's on if he gets any closer to her oh, oh my oh my oh my um but anyway we move on and you know, Daphne decides. Daphne's also there, which is exciting. Another really prominent Daphne Daphne episode. She is in, she is spilling the tea. She is there. She is killing it in this episode. But Daphne's there as well. And she d- decides, you know what? I think I should get to know Edwina better for my brother. Because I think at this point, she thinks that Edwina might not be the right fit for Anthony. And she's right. She's not. Um, so I think she just kind of puts on herself to be like, you know what? I'm going to find out more about Edwina and see if my brother is the right match for her or vice versa. Vice versa. But okay, I just, one of the most important, <laughs> and this is a big, long scene, so I'm just kind of going to talk about it all in one thing, but I'm just going to call it the hunting scene. Basically, you know, Kate has decided she's going to go hunting with all the men and they're on their horses and it's really awkward like Anthony and Kate are like next to each other but they're not saying anything and like there's a tension because they both know what happened just a couple of days ago but they just haven't said anything out loud so they both kind of talk at the same time and they kind of talk and it's really it's like a nice scene very nothing happened nothing crazy happens other than the fact that Anthony is clearly very into her <laughs> clearly doesn't want to do it but he is but there is this one moment guys <laughs> and it is a steamy moment and it no actually there's two steamy moments in this whole hunting scene but basically kate stops they're all walking and she's just like i want to do my own thing like why do we have to follow the guide like i want to do my own thing and she kind of stops in front of like this branch which she has to kind of like hop over and anthony puts his hand out like to help her and obviously she don't need no man to help her she's like i can i can get over this branch by myself she hikes up her dress and you see like full-on high thigh like it's not even just like ankle no no it's like like all of her leg and like kind of shows it like when she like lifts up her dress <laughs> anthony's face 
I kid you not, in that moment, he was, he, you see him like look down and he is flustered. And I think she kind of noticed because afterwards he, he was just like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess you're right, but we should just still continue on with the group. And she kind of notices that he's a little bit flustered. I'm like, and I think that's also when the, uh, <laughs> the whole idea of like smelling her because she smells so good. This sounds weird. I feel like I'm talking about vampires, but he's just like the scent that she has that every single time he's around it, he's just, something comes over him, basically. Um, I feel like I'm talking about a vampire, but no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is a steamy. I was like, oh, Kate, showing full leg in front of the men, in front of Anthony. Girl, <laughs> you don't even know what you're doing to that poor guy. Uh, but yeah, so then obviously we get to the real, real steamy section of this whole hunting scene. Uh, Kate has gone on her own, so, and didn't tell anybody. So Anthony goes to look for her, he finds her, and she's kind of like about to shoot this deer, and they're kind of like bickering. And the funniest part is that they start bickering about the whole beast like the whole beast situation but they're bickering about who stared at who harder like no well, you stared at me no well you stared at me and they're just like staring at they're just talking about who stared at who harder and i literally it's just so funny um because they're just talking about it. And the whole time anthony's like you can just see in his face that he like <gasps> wants to like pounce on her and like, like what he looks at her is so direct he's like it's <laughs> so good but anyway he decides he's like oh you don't even know how to shoot so you know we had this little she's like i require no instruction and he's like oh well you do i'll help you and then he like puts his hand like around her while he's like with the gun and they have like this whole like breathing situation where it's just like clearly very tenseful anthony's just like holding on to her but like smelling her and you can you hear like because the sound is so good they do like this like heartbeat thing where you can hear the breathing you can hear the heartbeat between the two people and they're just so overcome i mean they're like he's like they're not looking at each other they're literally looking at what are they trying to shoot but anthony's just like he could just <sighs> mm. oh my god it's so good it is it is so good um so yeah, obviously they get obviously they get interrupted because this is only episode four they can't just like you know give in not yet we have to earn that guys we have to earn it um but jonathan bailey my god in that scene thank you thank you thank you that's all i would say thank you so basically after the scene we pretty much cut to colin and marina and i kind of want to get over i just want to get the storyline over for this whole episode because honestly I didn't really care. I didn't understand why he had to go there and talk to her. I'm like, dude, this is in the past. And I was very happy because I think the whole point, and I was mentioning this earlier about Marina's um, introduction to this season, or not introduction, but just like to kind of like bring her back. She has two kids. She's married to Sir Philip now. And she's just like, this is the life that I chose. I'm happy with this person. He's a good man, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, there is no love in that marriage. I hardly doubt there is love. I think the marriage that she has with Sir Philip is what the Viscount is looking for. He just wants that kind of relationship. Amicable, takes care of their kids, have good conversation. That's basically the relationship they have. But what made me laugh was that the whole time that Colin is there, he's talking about his adventures in Greece, then Sir Philip comes and he decides to stay for dinner. And the whole time you can just tell Marina's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you are my past. What are you doing here? You need to move on. 
I've moved on. I'm not in this fantasy world anymore. This is the life I've chosen. And I think her whole purpose in this episode was just to make, like, just to clear that up for, An- like, not for Anthony, for Colin to just be like, dude, like, you need to open your eyes to what is in front of you. The people who care about you right now, your family. And, of course, she does drop a little bit of a boop, 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 a little Penelope hint there. She's like, you have dot, 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 Penelope. And he's like, Penelope? And then she's like, yeah, she cares for you. And you have your family and you have blah, blah, blah. And it, I, I think she threw that at him so that he could be like, oh, Penelope? Spoiler alert, he doesn't get it. The whole season's just, like, he just doesn't get it. And if they are going to be the main epi- the main couple of ep- of season three, I don't know how they're going to do it because right now I'm like, Penelope, you need to move on. I would I would like you don't have time for this. You need to move on. Colin is clearly like woo in another world. You got to move on and to find somebody who actually loves you. This is ridiculous. So I just I couldn't wait for this Colin Marina shit to be over. So I was so happy that Marina just called him out and was like, dude, you need to move on. I'm. Like, you're not going to find your future in our past. That is it. Thank you. Goodbye. Hallelujah. That was over. Oh, my God. I couldn't. I just, like, okay, can we can we move on? But anyway, after that, we do have, you know, Kate comes back. She talks to Edwina. She's just like, okay, yeah, I spoke to him. And, yeah, she goes, Edwina goes, did you guys warm up to each other? She goes, yes. And I'm like, did they warm up to each other? they sure did very closely actually she was very warm she was warm I I was warm watching it so just saying but guys I love I love a good can't sleep montage and of course it is raining praying outside you've got some nice little snippets of Anthony in his bed without a shirt on just like obviously thinking about Kate Kate can't sleep because it's raining it reminds her of her dad all this stuff whatever so she decides she's gonna go to the library she's like I can't sleep she gets up she goes to she ends up basically being in um Edmonds or the Bridgerton's dad's uh uh family library so she's in there and Anthony comes in and guys whoever decided to dress Sir Anthony Bridgerton in this scene thank you thank you very much because he is looking fine with that with that white collared shirt prepped oh, oh my god prepped up like mm, looking like prince eric from the little mermaid but even hotter i just said oh my god they're trying to kill me they're trying to kill me he looks so damn good in that scene <laughs> but anyway he walks in and he's like oh no it's okay like i just thought i left like a candle going she's like no it's just me so they kind of talk and in this and it's a really nice moment because they're both kind of just you know she's like you know I can't sleep because uh the monsters remind me of my dad and then he's like yeah this is this was my dad's library and then she asks him how his dad died and then that's when she finds out that her that his dad died being by being stung by a bee and she feels really bad she was like oh that I get it I understand why you were panicking in our moment like I get it he's like it's okay I just you know to think that this little creature like killed my father like it was very humbling and they have like this intense like moment where they're staring at each other again and you're thinking oh my god are they gonna kiss no of course not I mean thunder goes off and then she's like oh oh my god like I I can't be here I I can't and then she like runs out he's like it's okay and she runs out and you could tell then there's this beautiful moment like right at the end um that he's just like oh like he could 
he has like this he almost looks like a, he almost looks pissed that she left because he you could tell that he's like so overcome by her and every single time he's in a room with her that he's just like why the fuck do i feel this way like oh like, i'm so frustrated um but yeah it's a really beautiful scene though i really liked that like short nice scene with them okay but guys then we get then we get into one of my favorite parts of the whole episode the ball the main ball the main ball where they are playing one of my favorite songs ever in the violin rendition and i just the scene okay they're there's they dance to dancing on my own and the, this scene is also jonathan bailey at his best i mean he's always at his best but this to me is like when he's dancing with her oh my god he is at his best like the acting in this whole scene is and the scene after actually the whole end like from the ball to the end any scene that jonathan bailey is in i swear i'm like oh my god get this man an emmy like right now why does he not have an emmy he must be nominated please god please um but okay so in this first dance that they have um together um boy are there fireworks going off and and everyone everyone in the room can see it especially lady dan barry and daphne like they clock that shit they're like whoa what is this connection on the dance floor it, it that's not edwina and jonathan dancing that is jonathan or excuse me Jonathan, that's his real name, huh? Um, Anthony and Kate dancing. And why is there this connection going on? But the reason why they end up dancing together is because, of course, Edwina thinks, oh, if you dance with him and talk to him and make sure that everything is okay, he'll propose to me. Like, please dance with him. And she's like, no, I don't want to dance with him. And she's like, please do it for me. Then Anthony comes over and she's like, oh, my sister wishes to dance with you. And he's just like, oh, fuck. You can see in his face, he's like, oh, my God, God help me. God help me. <laughs> so he's like all right do you want to dance and she says you may my lord and they go to the dance floor and the dancing on my own starts and i the first time i watched this i about lost my shit i about lost i mean i lose my shit every time i watch it but the first time i absolutely did lose my motherfucking shit uh but what i loved about it was that in before they start having a conversation is that the whole probably the first like two three minutes is just them like dancing and it, it at certain points it, it goes into slow motion and I loved that effect because it really showed how Anthony and Kate see each other when they are just them it's like the world around them stops and it is just them because there's the, the slow motion when they are looking at each other is so so fucking good and you can see the connection is so obvious and that's why lady zanberry and daphne really notice it that they're like something is going on here and it's just guys the scene goes from like okay let's dance to like clear passion and love and then the way he looks at her when he's dancing with her is unlike anything i've ever seen like it is it's it's like beautiful (laughs) to watch it is so beautiful and what i've noticed too is that when he does dance with her even like when he turns like let's say he's turning in the dance as soon as he's like about to make it to the front like his eyes just like he's turning but as soon as he turns back he is he is engaged like it's it is some of the best acting i have seen uh romantic romantically i said 
my god the way he looks at her it is just with this utter passion and love and want and it is it's so good it is so clear in this scene how how they they will combust into flames if they get any closer together they can't breathe without each other you can feel it in just that scene and it is just so beautiful and also it's it's a great scene because it also kind of goes from just them just dancing and then they start talking about Edwina and Kate you know asks Anthony hey can you make my sister happy and he's kind of silent and she goes she says like hey if you're not saying anything is this an indication that you're gonna you know take back your word and you can feel the want he wants Kate to say no I I don't want you to be with I I want you to take back the I, I want you to take it back I don't want you to marry her like I, you can see it in that moment because he tells her, "Do you, is that what you want? Like, do you want me to to take it back? Do you want me to do that?" And she's like, "My feelings don't matter." And he's just like, "That's not true." And you, can, oh my god, it's so god, just rethinking it right now. It's so, it's fine acting. It's fine acting. But he literally is just like, "That's not true." Like it does matter what you say. It, your feelings do matter because I think inside he wants he wants Kate to say there's something going on here I think he wants that but he's scared to admit it himself but I think he wanted Kate to stop him and Kate could have but of course we need a story so of course she's gonna be like no it doesn't matter and then she reveals to him that she's leaving to India and this is when the scene clicks even more to like more of an anguish for Anthony when she says I'm leaving to India after you guys get married and he's like what like he he can't imagine the idea that she would leave like he gets upset and you can see ugh, the acting again it's in his all in his face like how it just goes from being like in love to worried to angry all in one scene and it is it is gold it is so good but he pretty much just gets really sad and and worried and like you're leaving like what and she's like it was the plan all along and then the dance ends and he's just staring at her in like this disbelief that she is leaving that he would never see her again and that idea is something he does not want so he like storms out of the room and everybody's like holy shit like what just happened and then (laughs) so then after he um storms out Kate's like I'll go talk to him because Edwina's like what did you say to him she's like I don't I don't know I just told him I was leaving to India <laughs> she doesn't realize like shit it's because he doesn't want you to go Kate that's why he doesn't want you to go but she's like I'll go and talk to him so she chases after him and this scene is another one for the gods it's so good oh my god so they go to the father's library and Anthony storms in she's like what's like why are you distressed why are you upset and he's just like so you're planning to leave and she's like yes and he's like like right after the wedding and she's like yes that's that's the plan and she's and he's like so you're not thinking about looking for somebody else to marry and then she's like why does that concern you which is a valid question why does it concern you anthony why do you care huh why do you care so then this is when the scene kind of like to me it's an interesting shift because you can tell that he He's like, you don't want me to marry your sister. And this is when all the subtext guys, oh. So if you're not an actor, so subtext basically is what is actually being said underneath the words that are being said. So for example, if you're saying, 
my god it's so cold outside but really what you're trying to say is oh my god I really want you to kiss me right now <laughs> like that's basically what the subtext is underneath like I'm so cold when you're next to somebody but really underneath it you're saying so so much more and this scene is the epitome of subtext epitome of subtext so you know he's angry he's confused and then he's just like I don't understand like like you you don't like me do you and she's like no I don't like you and then he's like why like did I do something to you like why is he says why is it that you dislike me so and she like they're just heavy panting at this point like, there's so like, there's so much emotion and passion going on and they're both just want to say so much and she just yells at him and she's like because you you vex me you annoy me this is why I don't like you and really what she's saying she's like I don't like that you're giving me these feelings that's what I don't like and he's just like looks at her after she says and he's like oh what do you think you do to me the audience looking is like I know what she does to you buddy (laughs) we know and then she's like what is it that I do to you like what 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 do I do to you huh like tell me what do I do to you and then he's just like like staring at her like oh my, you're like oh shit's about to go down <laughs> that's why you're there like oh my god what did, what what's going on so then he goes oh um you hate me and she's like yeah i hate you and i'm like no we don't hate each other we love each other but we're using the word hate and she's like yeah and your heart belongs to my sister and at this point they're getting super close because he gets closer and closer and closer to her and then he's like yeah and 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 your and my my, my and he can't talk because he can't even say it out loud without it being true. But he's like, my heart belongs to your to your to your sister. And the whole time he's saying that, but he like is about to kiss her while saying this. And then that's when all of a sudden the scene turns into like a pretty seductive scene because they're giving in, or he is giving in to that passion that he wants to he definitely wants to be with her at this point like he is ready to like he literally says to her he's like he's like whispering in her ear and he's like oh tell me you feel nothing and i will walk away and she's like oh god like she's like freaking out and they are so close fire spraying behind them like oh my god it is filmed so beautifully by the way thank you director thank you it is mm, it is so well like really well directed um but then obviously boom Daphne opens the door and sees them and he's like Daphne is that what you mean is that what you think and he runs after her and Kate is left in the room like oh my god oh my god like what what am I feeling this way like she is she is freaking out because she knows she's in love with him she knows that she loves him and she does not want to admit it to she does not want to be honest with herself that she's having feelings for this man that are not hate and they're not friendly either like you have feelings for this man uh but Daphne and Anthony uh Anthony runs after Daphne and this is also another like I said this this episode has so many good acting scenes like acting chops to another degree it's so good um but uh, Anthony runs after Daphne and like I said this is another reason why I love Jonathan Bailey this one scene there is so much being said and done and it oh my it's so good um but basically you know Daphne calls him out she you know she she tells him like dude like I caught you you caught me in this same position last year with Simon 
if anybody else would have caught you, you guys would have been wed. And then he's like, yeah, but nothing happened. In the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, well, because Daphne walked in. Just saying. You would have kissed if Daphne did not walk in. Um, but she, she's like, oh, really? Like, like that nothing happened? And then she's like, she literally says, she's like, you clearly have affection towards her. And he's just like, no. And she's like, yes, you do. And she's like, no. She's aggravating. And I'm like, yes, you're annoyed. She vexes you. She, you're annoyed by her because you love her. And you're annoyed by her because she makes you feel this way. And Daphne's calling him out. And Daphne's like, listen. Like, you need to be honest with yourself because at the end of the day, like, these feelings that you have will come to the surface. And this is when shit really just, oh my God. So she, feelings like this will come to the surface. And he's like, what feelings? And she's like, well, love. And the moment she said love, it's like it clicked in his head. Like, well, I cannot have love in this marriage. I cannot have love in my life. And he like straightens back up and he's just like, well then, I know what I must do. And Daphne's thinking like, oh, he's going to be good. He's going to, he's going to end his engagement. That doesn't happen. Spoiler alert. And she was like, oh, okay, good. Like my brother's learning his lesson. And she walks out and there's this one moment that I actually just noticed again for this third watch, which I did not notice before. And it's this beautiful close-up. It's very short, but it's a beautiful close-up. And as soon as Daphne leaves, the camera goes right back to Anthony. And he goes from being this, like, I know what I'm going to do to just internally struggling. And you see it in his face, like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, I don't know what to do. I am so conflicted. And you see it. It happens in, like, it's like a four or five second shot right there on Anthony's face. But so much is being portrayed in that scene in that one little moment of how conflicted he is even though he knows like I don't want to be in love he feels it and he's conflicted as to what to do even though we know in the end he's gonna end up proposing to her but we also have another scene right afterwards where Lady Danbury's talking to Kate and Lady Danbury knows at this point like she knows that there is something going on between them she knows and she doesn't tell Kate hey I know you have feelings with him but with again with the subtext so much subtext in the scene she's like again and again somebody else telling the main two characters you need to be honest with yourself what is going on with you inside you have to be honest with yourself and you know she tells her uh, Lady Zanberry tells Kate you need to tell your sister about your feelings and she's like about lord bridgerton and she's like about whatever it is that you feel like she literally tells him like it's because she knows that she feels something she knows lady danbury knows she knows um but of course let's just get to the end of the episode so we end of course with anthony proposing to edwina and it is that moment where i just broke down in frustration which i'm pretty sure everyone did and even daphne was everybody was surprised they were like fuck what are you doing anthony anthony what are you doing um he you know ending they're leaving and you see anthony's shot of him like in the house like being like okay i need to get the ring he gets the ring he opens it and maybe at this point you might not know he's gonna propose to edwina but if you've been following long very you know he's not proposing to kate because he does not want love in his marriage so he's like okay well how can i escape that 
I will marry the sister. That is my goal. My goal is to not marry for love. My goal is to just be with the sister and forget about Kate. So he he says, excuse me, Sharma. And Kate thinks it's to her. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I wasn't. He's like, I wasn't talking to you. I'm talking to your sister. I was like, oh, fuck. Gets down on one knee and asks her to marry him. And she, of course, is so excited because that's all she wanted. That's all Edwina wanted was to get married. So she's just like, yes, my lord, I would marry you. I will marry you. And she like throws her glove and gives it. To Kate. And Kate is just distraught because at this point she hasn't had the chance to tell her sister that, hey, I think I have feelings for Antony. I mean, there were so many other opportunities, but it's a show, right? Uh, but yeah, so he proposes and it ends on that note. And this is one of those like moments where you were like, Anthony, why 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 like I literally I literally love him and then I hate him and then I love him again and this was one of the moments where I was like you are doing the wrong thing buddy this is gonna cause a mess and boy does it start a mess this episode is literally the spiraling down of the mess like it will spiral very quickly and it's gonna be hurtful and bad and shit's gonna go down and it really stems from this moment because Anthony was stubborn about it he was like no I'm not going to give into this love I'm not going to give into it and because of that man shit really hits the fan in the next in the next three episodes it shit just gets bad and I mean it gets good in some other areas as I'm like there's some steamy shit there's some revelations it gets really good but emotionally for Edwina and for some other characters it does get worse it becomes more of a mess because more feelings are are more uh, feelings are coming to light with people admitting that they have feelings for another but not really but then yeah and then Edwina falls more more and more in love with Antony now I don't know if she's really in love with him I think she just might be in love with the idea of him but for the sake of this moment she feels that she is in love with this man who by the way she's known for I don't know a weekend but here we are this is how they did it back in the day am I right but yes so that concludes episode (laughs) four of uh Bridgerton season two and my god like I said it is one of my favorite episodes and it's so hard because the show is it's so good it is so good it's really hard for me to pick favorite episodes but this is definitely one of my favorite ones um but anyway guys 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 I hope you enjoyed my recap today and my take on this episode you know like I said I really loved this episode um specifically really a lot for the acting that there was especially from Jonathan Bailey's side I mean everyone in this show is fantastic but this episode like and actually the one previous as well really really showcased Jonathan Bailey's acting like this man can act and I don't know how I missed this in season one and I feel like I did and I feel like I need to go back and watch it just to see what I was missing because I don't know what it is, but this season, maybe it's just because he is the the protagonist, like the story is focusing on him more and you're learning more about him and maybe that's why I'm noticing him more because in the first season, like I was just like, oh God, he's that annoying brother, like getting in the way between Daphne and Simon. And yeah, he falls in love with the opera singer and wants to be with her and he gets his heart really broken and I think that's probably why we find him at the beginning of this season really being like I am not I do not want to get my heart broken again I went after this opera singer who I thought was the one for me I was willing to throw it all away and she said no 
and close the door in my face and I think this that's why we kind of find him in season two really like I do not want that shit again I don't I don't want that shit again um but that's the, the relationship with the opera singer though was definitely a much more physical one than it was I think emotional which was um what he has with Kate is definitely much more emotional than it is physical um but that's besides the point I just I just want this man to be nominated for an Emmy I I really hope he gets nominated for an Emmy because he is a fantastic actor and he is killing killing this role uh but yeah like I said this is one of my favorite episodes it's so hard like I said because the show just gets better and better the stakes get higher and the tension gets steamier like it's so good and it's it's hard every episode comes out like I think this is my favorite one no wait I think this is my favorite one like it just gets so good but anyway anyway guys I hope you will join me next week as I recap episodes five and six or maybe just five we'll see how I feel if I feel like I could just talk about that episode all day or if I could combine five and six we will see but anyway guys thank you so much for listening thank you so much for being here and I'll see you guys next time I love you bye Hey, Watchaholics! Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my last episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast because it really helps me out. And if you didn't know, you can now watch the video version on my YouTube channel. You can find me at The Watchaholic Podcast. And of course, please let me know what movies and shows you'd like me to cover next by sending an email to thewatchaholicpodcast at gmail.com. That's thewatchaholicpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. I'm out of here. Bye.